You're listening to Voice Memos, the show about two longtime friends who have informative yet brief discussions about multitudinous topics. If you want to go deep into a topic, this is not the podcast for you. We keep it shallow. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jen and Myron. We got some new headsets. <laughs> See, I, I have, unlike you, I have upgraded my equipment because we've been doing this a year. So I, I'm already next level. Okay. All right. So you have headsets. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're fancy. What Without the hell? Even... I didn't I didn't know we were we had admins to help us get on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> look, I got admin, IT, I got look ad sys, all those little weird titles that you have. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell everybody the reason why? Actually, let me tell everybody. So last week, we normally record on Wednesdays, and I give the option, you know, because usually the older one should always get the option to choose whether we record on Wednesdays or Thursdays. So this fool says, let's do Thursday. Okay, cool. No problem. Now, most of you know, I have a full-time job. So, you know, I'm working all day and, you know, just getting shit done. So... On Thursday, I'm thinking we're going to record, and someone says to me, hey, um, I have an appointment at four to get a car, and that's in Vacaville. Now, Vacaville, to where we live in Sacramento, is probably 35, maybe 40 minutes. We're supposed to record at five. Now, <laughs> unlike, unlike myself, Myron is retired, enjoying his life you know, writing and just live in the fucking dream. And he decides to do a wonderful um, appointment at four o'clock on a Thursday, 45 minutes away. So we didn't record because he wanted to do it. He said to me later. And I said, bitch, I go to bed at 7.37.45. I am not doing that. Okay, grandma. <laughs> So you got your car. I did get my car. I'm very happy with that. I got a Camry, a 2024 Camry. And, you know, Camrys, it seems like they've been popular for a long time. Right. And I got one. Now, look, my car was 10 years old, right out of Prius. You paid for it. All paid off. Paid off. You know, you know, my monthly insurance was what? $34. Fuck, and that was full coverage, or just like, what do you need to have when you have your car paid off? Like, just full coverage. Like that was wow. the whole deal. Thirty four dollars. So I get this Camry. Well, we do and... know that you drive forty five miles an hour on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, when we left the dealer, we were on eighty. So my daughter was in the Prius, and we're, we get on eighty, and she flies by me giving me the L, the loser sign. And then Elian, who doesn't even have a driver's license, says, why are you driving so slowly? <laughs> You're like Fred Flintstone, man. Your feet would probably move you faster. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going a solid 58 right now. <laughs> a solid. On a, <laughs> on a major freeway. So do you feel that your driving 
better? Are you still, are you driving under the speed limit? Like, how is this new? So <clears throat> that was the only time it's been a week. And that was the only time that I've been on the freeway because in this retired life, I just don't have to get on the freeway too much. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. And so even though my Prius had really good technology in 10 years, the technology has changed. Right. Yeah, I mean, sure. so I have this nice monitor and all these little gadgets and buttons and stuff. And it's, it's really nice, but you know what? It's always something very simple that'll sell you in a car. And one of the reasons I was looking for this particular car, A, the price range, but then B, um, well, B, oh, A was a Toyota. I've been buying Toyotas like almost my whole life. B, okay. the price range, and then the interest and the deal I could get from that particular dealer. But then also, I just wanted the the what they call the moonroof. They used to be called sunroofs, but they're called the moonroofs now. And I, I, I mean, it's just they a sunroof. It's a, it's just the weirdest thing. It just says moonroof, and I I'm like, well, is it a sunroof? And it it, sounds why did they good. name it both like the smooth? <laughs> right? It's just the weirdest. Excuse me, the weirdest thing. So. Yeah, I got that. The seats are comfortable. It's just, it's really nice. I'm enjoying it. Well, that's nice. I mean, just living your freaking best right? life. Okay, so. We got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. And I don't even know where to start. I think we should, let's, we should probably get right into maybe politics. Ooh, let's do it. Let's do it. Where where, where do you want to go? There's a lot, a lot happened in the last week or two. I mean, we could we could start talking about the trial. Oh my god! <laughs> Someone said it looks like an episode of The Office. Who's ever <laughs> filming it? <laughs> it's all like jittery and all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so they put The Office music behind it. Oh, uh, uh, it's so perfect. He's in such deep shit. Deep, deep shit. And the lawyer. Okay, so I am not. Uh, of course, we're both not lawyers, but there is yes. a section on it. I think it's an affidavit. Maybe mm-hmm. it's something else that you have to collect. You have to either select no jury or full ju- jury like of, of your peers. His lawyer selected no jury, which then leads it up to the judge to make the decision. Yes. And and everyone. So I, I asked this question on Twitter. Okay. Um, why is this bad? Because I have lawyer, a lot of lawyers that follow me. So I wanted okay. to know, like, why is this bad? And so, and um, so multiple people pointed out that, that his lawyer is a nincompoop, right? Like multiple people said this, her, she is incompetent. And so here's the reason that in a trial like this, the consensus is that you want to get a jury because you can, his lawyers can muddle the financial stuff with the jury. And you may just, you only need one or two MAGA people on the jury that can ignore every piece of evidence and just say he's not guilty. Right. Um, That's not to say that that would happen, but you know, the way he tries to work the media and threaten people, Mm -hmm. he's doing that as well. So for her to select a bench trial, I mean, the judge makes the decision is dumb for multiple reasons. The most common reason every the lawyers said was that this is the judge who ruled that, yes, he did break the law. <laughs> that his businesses, you know, are, are, are participating in financial fraud. 
Like this is the judge. So her saying, yeah, we don't want a jury. We want to just, <laughs> it's just, is mind boggling. And of course he's, he's outside the courthouse the day before, you know, the first two days he's talking, he's saying nasty things about the judge, about the, um, about the prosecutor. And then the next day when he, when, when his, his lawyer in court stated that she wanted a jury, the judge was like, no, that decision is made. You, you, made you <laughs> yeah, you made this choice. And so then outside the court after that, he then twists that into, they've, they've decided we can't have a jury and, and never in the, you know, in the history of the country has someone been denied a jury because his dumb people will eat that up. And it's totally, it's wrong, but also it's the choice that his, his paid attorney made. Yeah, <laughs> such a, such a kludgy. I mean, it, it's a funny thing to watch. And so, yeah, do, how long do you think this trial will go on for? Um, I think uh, I asked that question as well, that uh, it'll be uh, the consensus was, even though it's a lot of financial stuff with all those various Trump companies that they've already ruled, you can no longer do business in, a, in the state of New York because of all the fraud that they've uncovered. Um, I think it was like four to six weeks or something like that. Oh, like, that yeah, like he, he is in some shit because this isn't something that would send him to prison. But this is something that validates what the uh, attorney general, um, Letitia James, said that. And what that judge ruled is that his co his corporations were just all about fraud. It's just fraud, all of it. And like that's, almost like money laundering. Almost like, like money legitimate, laundering. Legitimately, yeah. these companies set up just to money launder, like launder money. So, okay. So, <clears throat> Kevin McCarthy. In the first time in the history of the United States, ever, ever, a speaker of the House of Representatives, an elected speaker of the House of Representatives, was voted out by his own. By it was voted out. It doesn't even matter by his own party or not. It's the first time ever that that motherfucker only lasted, I think, nine or ten months. Damn, I didn't even realize it was that short. He lasted nine or ten months, and what here's what's interesting about it. So all that complaining, all that complaining they did about um, Republicans that complained about Nancy Pelosi since forever, yeah. right? And she oversaw during the Obama administration and then also during the first part of Biden's administration, the House of Representatives, and was able to shepherd through major, just major stuff, you know, from um, the Affordable Care Act, two different bailouts of the economy. Um, all this other stuff with slim margins in the House. So Kevin McCarthy, when the Republicans took over the House um, this past election, he was elected. But let me tell you how he was elected. It took 10 tries for him to win the election, meaning he couldn't even get enough Republicans to vote for him. But he was the senior person, and generally they go by seniority. And so in order for him to and that had never happened. It had never taken that long to elect a speaker. And in order for him to finally get enough Republican votes, he had to concede things to the far right, the loony bin wing of the Republican Party, mm. the, the Trump MAGA extremists. 
And some of the things he said he would do was he would, you know, prosecute Hunter Biden. Like, what the, like, okay. Mm-hmm. He would, um, he would not make any agreements with Democrats on anything. He would just stop everything. Well, you can't govern like that. Like, you, he didn't have a large enough margin to do the damage that he wanted to do, that Republicans wanted him to do. And so now we're coming up, we just came upon, it was time to to approve a new budget. And they told him, do not work out anything with the Democrats, let the government shut down. Because if you do that and people start feeling pain, so Social Security, Medicare, um, infrastructure work, all this stuff starts grinding to a halt, then people would blame Democrats. And so when 2024 hits, then people would vote Republican. So the idea was that make Americans feel pain so they blame Democrats, right? But he didn't have enough. The margin that Republicans have in the House is slim. He didn't have enough power to do that. And so the Democrats said, well, we won't agree to any of that. We are going to um, vote um, to approve a new budget. And so then he made a deal with Democrats. He said, well, I'll do all these things uh, with you and we can get this budget passed. And so Democrats were like, okay, well, well, we'll get it done. And then that motherfucker went on TV right after they made this agreement and said, Democrats are trying to shut down government. Oh. Because that's what it is. the Freedom Caucus. I was trying to think yeah. of the name of that, that really right-wing MAGA extremist people. And the Democrats said, well, now that you're doing that, we're not going to help you um, when your peers try to vote you out. So they passed the, they passed the budget um, to fund government, keep everything running, but just for 45 days. Like, it's not even like 90 days. It's just 45 yeah, no, days. November or something. Yeah, you got to redo this whole thing. But his, the Republicans were so mad at him, they said, we're going we're gonna to take it. We're going to fire him, essentially. We're going to fire him. And so he then came to the Democrats and said, can you help me? Because if you guys vote for me to stay speaker, I can stay speaker. And the Democrats was like, dude, deuces. You, you, we <laughs> just got, right, right. We got, we got the budget passed and you went on Fox News and said we were trying to close um, government. And after January 6th, you went to visit Trump in Mar-a-Lago and you tried to end all the investigations into him you try to defund the justice department you know you backtracked on your word every single time so this is between you guys yeah and they voted him out don't let the door hit you with a good lord good god so and he just said he's not gonna run again like i there's never been that that position is third in line to the presidency and he got fired by his own people <laughs> you know you got to be bad when your own people want you. It'd be your own people. It'd be your own people. They fire hey, sir, Would it be a good comparison? No, you could put me in my place if I'm wrong. Would it be a good comparison to say it would be similar to Candace Owens going to the black folk asking for support? Oh, that that's um, it's because not that it's so not that far anti- off. Like she's so okay. anti. She's so anti anti black American. Yes. Right. She she is. And so it would be um it's not too dissimilar because she is one of those and actually she did this. So here's where it's where it's 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 similar. When Candace Owens was in, I think she was in college, she sued on racial discrimination. She launched a racial discrimination suit and won 
and she had the NAACP helper. Okay. Right. She, oh. Candace Owens. Candace Owens' entire platform right now is there's no racism, the NAACP should not exist, and Black people just complain, right? So it's it's almost like in reverse. Yeah. Right? But we see that all the time. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, a more current one is uh, Tim Scott, the senator from um, uh, Kentucky. Yeah. Um, well, he is not a senator. He's a representative from Kentucky. And Tim Scott is, he's a Republican. And Tim Scott has 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 stated his entire career there's no racism in the Republican Party. Oh, you know, that's okay. Tim Scott is black, and black okay. people just be looking at him all kind of sideways, right? Like, man, shut up. <laughs> and so, but that's his little platform. He's running for president. He'll never, never be a Republican it. president, right? And Tim Scott is uh, forty five to fifty years old and single. Don't and look Tim, at me. <laughs> and Tim Scott, as far as anyone knows, has never had a girlfriend. I see. I see. I see. Yes. And so he's is he anti-LGBTQI plus community? He is he is like a like a okay. staunch diehard Republican. And so Republicans, the Republican fundraising arm of the Republican Party, the, the supporters, they start dropping little stuff in the news that Tim Scott must like men because he ain't got a girlfriend mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. okay so so tim scott had to say in the interview i know i do have a girlfriend and i'm gonna and um, his name is joe <laughs> right right he, he said the way he said it in the most weird way he was like i do have a, a living girlfriend and i'll introduce people to her soon and it's like <laughs> dude <laughs> And so, and so then he he had to come out and he didn't have to, but he came out and said, now remember, he said all along his entire career, there's no racism in America and in the Republican Party. He came out once they start they start throwing these rumors about him being gay, he came out and said, they're only saying that because I'm black and they don't oh. want a black. They're like, man, come on. Like, right. <laughs> and so and so I look, I can't talk for our black people, but black people online were like, motherfucker, shut up. Don't be coming <laughs> us for help now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the Democrats did to Mike or to McCarthy. Like they did like that, like look, we don't, don't want be coming. Right? We our name Bennett, we not in it. <laughs> and so and just show you how bad the Republicans are right now. Like you can't think of anything in these past two and a half years that they've done to help America. They haven't done Nothing. anything. Nothing, Nothing, right? And so now, now that the two people or three people have said that they want to run for Speaker of the House for Republicans. One is Jim Jordan, a representative from Ohio, and he is the guy who, no, 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 no. when he was at Ohio State University, he knew that athletes were being sexually abused. And this he did nothing about it. He said nothing. He did nothing. And as a matter of fact, his name is Jim Jordan, and they they derisively call him Jim G-Y-M Jordan because it was all happening oh. at Ohio State Gym. He's known as Jim Jordan. Okay, that's one. And then the other guy, Steve Salasi, I think is his name. And I think he's a representative from Iowa, I want to say. His most famous quote, and I think he said this in the last couple of years, is, I'm David Duke without the baggage. Oh. He without the baggage? Without, right. So he, 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 I don't, 
it's hard to to grade people on their level of racism. Oh my but god, that guy is that guy is near the top. And so that's who those are the 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 senior guys that are running for speaker of the house. Now these are the guys who who just absolutely hate Nancy Pelosi, who is getting things done. This is who they put up to re- to replace her. Unbelievable. A mess. So yeah, just the politics are a mess right now. Well, the good news is, is it La- LaFonza Butler, who has now replaced um, D- uh, Diane Feinstein? So yeah, she's so this week. Yeah, shout out to Diane Feinstein. Let me say something about Diane Feinstein because she had a lot of criticism for being ninety and in office and um, uh, being just that that old. And as you know, I've worked with seniors um, the last ten years or so, um, but also um, politicians can get out of office if they're voted out. And her people voted her back in. And the day before she died, she was in D.C. and she made a vote on the floor like she was still doing her job. So not that she was in the best health, but she was still doing her job. And I am one who was in the Bay Area when AIDS started. And I was there when Supervisor Harvey Milk was assassinated. He was the first gate supervisor in San Francisco. And Diane Feinstein was the mayor. And Diane Feinstein did so much for the LGBTQI community and so much to um, to honor uh, Supervisor Harvey Milk and to fund and do so much work um, through the AIDS crisis. Now, she got some criticism once when she shut bathhouses to try to stop the spread of HIV and AIDS. But most advocates um, agreed with her. Right. And she was proven to be right. And so she did a lot of work with uh, the survivors, uh, the people who died in Guyana with the cult leader, Jim Jones. And so Diane Feinstein had the credentials like she's done a lot of great work. She's done her shit. Right. And so she got criticized later in life um, because like most lifelong politicians, she became wealthy. Right. And her husband is wealthy and her husband is in the financial sector. And that is always a, a murky little mix that people just don't like, even when it's clean. They don't like it. Right. Yep. And so but her career, she deserved the flowers for being a staunch ally and a strong supporter of um, of um, human rights. Right. She was good at that. So so but she was older. And so Gavin Newsom said when when when, when Kamala Harris joined the Biden, uh, joined Biden as his VP pick. And then they won. So she goes to the White House and she was a senator. And Kamala Harris was only the second black woman senator uh, in history. And so when she basically she got promoted, right? She got voted in as part of the Biden team. So that left um, nobody, no black women in the Senate, which is a, it's a huge gap. So Gavin Newsom, governor of California said, um, when there is an open seat, and he was very careful with his wording, but it was the under, understanding that Diane Feinstein would either step down or pass away in office because at her age, 90 years old, right? You're not saying anything um, controversial. She's 90 no, years old, right? Facts. Yeah, he said he would replace her with a black woman. Now, he said this when he was running um, for reelection from that recall. And so some people said, well, he was just pandering to get the black vote. But as an aside, 
black people are only 5% of the electorate in California. Like we're not a big group here. But anyway, he did that. And then he he appointed uh, Padilla as uh, Kamala's successor. Um, Mexican-American guy, strong Democrat, and he and Padilla got elected. So then people said, well, you know what? Okay, that was a little different, but this next one, he's going to have to promote a, a Black woman. So there were factions in the Democratic Party that said he should promote Bar Representative Barbara Lee out of Oakland because she's been in office a long time. She was the only representative during the uh, war the, the Afghanistan war and the Iran war who voted no. She yeah. said, no, we should not go because those people didn't do nothing to us. And she got a lot of criticism and history proved her right. She was the only one right in that yeah. right. And so she's a black woman. So the thought was he should he should um, elect her. So when Diane Feinstein said he should, he should appoint her rather. So when Diane Feinstein said that she would not run for re-election, then three people are running for, for the Senate seat in California, Adam Schiff, um, Katie Porter, and Barbara Lee. And Adam Schiff is leading in the polls. Okay. Right? He is he is a, a really strong, um, <clears throat> really strong in the representative. He was strong in the January 6th hearings. That guy is just sharp, right? And he has broad support. Katie Porter has... She's running second. She has less support, but she she won in her in a very red district. And so it was surprising that she was able to win that. She's a first term. She hasn't passed any legislation or anything, but she just she won in a very tough district that it was a surprise that a Democrat won. So she has a hardcore group of followers um, that really won her. But she's second in the polls and Barbara Lee is third in the polls. Right. So then. Diane Feinstein passes away, right? And people start going after Gavin Newsom. You said you're going to appoint a black woman. You said mm. you're going to appoint a black woman. Barbara Lee's that black woman. But he never said he was going to appoint Barbara Lee. He said he was going to appoint a black woman. So the left, the far left wing of the Democratic Party, and these are people that generally support, they're very far left. Like they, the Bernie Sanders people, right? Okay. Yep. Bernie Sanders people, they're far left and they wanted Barbara Lee. Barbara Lee put her, she put her energy with that group, right? She starts saying that she's parroting their talking points, say, this is why she's going because, you know, it's all the Bernie Sanders kind of stuff. Adam Schiff is more moderate. He'll be more, he's just more moderate. Like he's more centrist. And Katie Porter, Katie Porter's also left. So she and Barbara Lee is sort of in the same crowd, just one is black, one is white. And Katie, yeah, Katie Porter's white. Yes. And so and so there was a lot of pressure on Gavin Newsom. So Gavin Newsom comes out of out of left field, right? To to most observers out of left field, but it was very calculated. And it was and it was now this is just my this is my um, opinion. It was worked out with the White House. Right. This is what this is what I believe. There's no proof of that, but this is what I believe, and here's why. So he named, he appointed Lafonza Butler um, as the replacement. Um, senator to to finish the rest of Diane Feinstein's term, and he and she's a black woman, and not only is she a black woman, she was the president of um, Emily's List, and Emily's List specifically works to make sure women have funding when they run for office and get in the office. 
But wow. they are dedicated to get women into office. And she's been the president of that. She was also president of a union. So she's pro-union. And she's gay, married with a child. Wow. So, but she has never held elected office. However, she was an advisor to Kamala Harris. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> ah, there that, mo- that motherfucker, Gavin Newsom, man. It, it's a it's a brilliant move. It's a brilliant yeah. move because she has broad support, right? You cover a lot of bases with someone like that. Like she's a grown up. She's not a kid. She looks like she's 50, you know. Yep. It's hard to tell with black people, but yeah. I'm thinking she's she's 50, right? She's married. She she's probably gay. She has they have a child. She ran a union, the SEIU union for a while. She's ahead of Emily's list. She was Kamala Harris's advisor. That means I mean, you you cover a lot of bases with that. Yeah. Right. If that doesn't say uh Democrat, I don't know what does. Fuck. Yeah. So and, that'll yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, so I was gonna say, so she finishes the turn, but that doesn't mean that Adam Schiff. Uh, Katie Porter and Barbara Lee, they're still running. They're still running. Right. And so when that election happens, but LaFonza, um, Butler, she can run as well because she'll be, she's literally in the job. It's yeah, that kind of, you've run? seen this in corporate America, right? Yeah. It's yep. like you you name an intern person. Yep. And then the job still it's has still to post. be, it's still posted. You still got an interview, but the person in the job is automatically, they automatically have, have an advantage. Yep. Yep, 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 so yep. I, yep. So I do think she'll run. Wow. Uh, <clears throat> Gavin Newsom is going up, I believe the last time I checked, a debate with Ron DeSantis on like right? November 30th. <laughs> what? Okay, what's the point of the debate? And I can't wait to watch. So it's on my sister's birthday, actually November 30th. Uh, what's the, What is he trying to do? I think it's a waste of time. Yeah, I, yeah. I was wondering, because he's not running. He hasn't put his name in the hat for he, He's not running for anything. Uh, Ron DeSantis is running for president. Uh, Gavin is uh, has stated very clearly he is not running for president. Now he's uh, he's on our bench, right? Because yeah. the the theory goes, you know, Biden uh, wins, Biden Harris wins this time, and it's open the next time, and uh, Kamala Harris will run for president as vice. Every vice president runs for president, and Gavin will be, you know, in the mix. Then uh, Pete Booty just be in the mix, you know. So he's in the mix down the line. And so I think, and the White House approves this. And one of the reasons the White House approves Gavin Newsom um, debating Ron DeSantis is because Gavin Newsom is a very good mouthpiece for the White House, right? And he, like people who just, he will go on Fox News, uh, Gavin Newsom, and he just destroys them with, with facts, Right. And so he's a very good mouthpiece for the White House. And because even though Ron DeSantis has seen his uh, presidential prospects, just the bottom fell out. Once people got to hear him talk and hear what he had to say, his he just he bottomed out. His money is drying up. However, he may still be a candidate because Republicans don't care about that kind of stuff. They're going to put up somebody, whether the general public likes likes them or not. And so the idea is that the White House wants to just have Gavin just keep destroying him. You just keep destroying him. That's I love that. That that's what I think it is. he will. Yeah. Yeah. He did it with with um uh Hannity. Um, what's his name? Yeah, um, yeah, Sean Hannity guy. Yeah, he did it with him. Um, in regards to like 
being uh, green or environmentally dependent yes. or something. Yes. Like that. And he just sort of annihilated him from that. that that's exactly that's exactly it. And because there's some things that the White House um, and not just the Biden White House, that the White House, the president, vice president cannot do. There's certain things they can't do. We can't say because even though they're in a political party, when they're in the office of president and vice president, they are the vice president and president for everybody. You have to have decorum. You have to have decorum. Now, we know Trump didn't have that. No. But the president and vice president has to have that decorum. And they can't seem like they're attacking the other party when they're just doing their day-to-day work. Because yeah. right now, even though they are the incumbents and obviously running for office next year, they are not campaigning right now because it's bad decorum because they have to be running the country. So you can have a surrogate like Gavin Newsom who has status because he's a governor of the richest state in the goddamn union, right? And and as Elian says, like they say in New York, and not for nothing, that one of the reasons he and Pete Buttigieg can go to Fox News and go to Hannity is because they they are more likely to listen to the words coming out of a white man's mouth, right? That, that's who they feel their, their peers are. And you know this as a woman, you've been in these corporate environments, you can say stuff, fact-based stuff that you have to really push to get the executives to hear. And then that white guy, a couple of seats over, just says it out in there by, oh yeah, this is great. We should do <laughs> And my reaction is always, always is, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. I just said that. I don't know what you guys heard because also, yeah, you're so right. It, it would be, oh, maybe we should put kiosks in the front of every store. And I just spent ten minutes saying we should put kiosks, and and Joe or Raphael says, oh, you know what? I was thinking kiosk at the front station would be really cool, and everybody's like, yeah, that's a that's great a great idea. idea, bitch. I just said that. Like, oh did, my god did nobody hear i saw your head nodding when i said that but did nobody hear what i said <laughs> yeah so it's like that and, and gavin newsom is and he's an experienced campaigner right he, yeah. he he's uh, twice elected governor um he was uh what was he? he was a mayor right so he, he's very reversed and he is you know he's tight with kamala harris like the california people they're very tight and so that's why i know uh, LaFonsa Butler being named to that post is all approved with with the White House. So, um, yeah, they're good politicians. They're good politicians. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's a, a lot. I mean, we we try to go shallow, but there, we missed a week and so much. Happened. I know happened we were behind. Yeah. So this and a is, lot of this... a lot of people don't watch or want to be part of the news, and they get it from us. So <laughs> this is a good this is a good little snapshot of the week. But right. I think in bigger news. Much bigger news. I have now access to Max, which is previously HBO Max. And well, wait, 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 wait. I want to hear this, but just let me say, I heard my fiance Eliane say HBO Max. And I said, let me stop you for a second. <laughs> this is an HBO house. I'm not doing that Max business. <laughs> like we are H- HBO been around since the 70s. Max got here last 4th of July. So I'm not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm, now I have to say Max, and it seems so weird because now I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Okay. So what you watching on Max? Okay. So first, I'll get into the fact that I'm watching this show called Gangs of London, 
Now, oh, I've heard of this show. You and I watch The Boys, and we know it's very violent. I will tell you, Gangs of London surpasses it tenfold. Are right? you kidding? Legitimately tenfold. It is graphic. It's torturous. And it is oh. so good. It's oh, so good. okay. I did not so know good. that. Is it, is, it, is it a British show? Yes. So yes. Gangs of London. Okay. So they are in London. Okay. Drugs. All, I mean... And the storylines are impeccable and the acting's really good and mm. it, but it's violent. Like you you can't you shouldn't be eating anything while watching it because there's not an episode that's not violent. So I I definitely okay. recommend it. I finished season one already. I started season two. There's 10 episodes in season one. Um it was a 2020 show and the second season I think was 2022. So there's a little gap okay. in the in the time, probably due to COVID and all that. Okay. But um really, really good. So then I go to pause, uh, like look at just the shows on Max, like they, how they recommend. And I see this show called um, Naked Attraction. Now, <laughs> I am, I must be, I, there must be something in my watcher because of Gangs of New York. Naked, in, Naked Attraction is also a British game show, dating show. Mm -hmm. And the concept is that a woman or a man, or if you prefer both, um, they are given six boxes of color in front of them. And the boxes contain a person, of course. So if I'm a, okay. if I'm a woman dating, there's going to be six men, or if I'm bisexual, there'll be three men and three women, but okay. in this case, three men and, or six men, and they, they're standing behind those boxes in those boxes naked. And the host comes out, you meet the person that's going to be selecting from these people and they raise the boxes all the way up to the penis so balls penis <laughs> everything like you see everything from the from the mid stomach uh area to their toes and the woman and the host would go over and look at all of the spectacles of <laughs> penises and balls sitting there and british men do not appear to be the common of being circumcised. So <laughs> it, it's very rare to not see an uncirc. It's very, very rare to see uncircumcised. So then they, the woman makes the decision at that point who she wants to keep just by looking at their penis and their balls and their legs. like And, and their butts. It. And their butts. Yeah, so you could turn around, you could see their butt. She then makes a decision to eliminate people based on that. Okay. Then she they raise up the chest. So for a woman, you're just seeing a man's pectorals. And of course, and if you're a man looking, it's going to be the woman's breast. Oof. So then she gets to make another choice at that point. Like, okay, who do I want to move forward with before she gets to the face? And then finally gets to, she eliminates more people just based on that. And then gets to the face, gets down to two people. And then that woman now has to go naked in front of the two people that she has seen naked the other the entire time and Amazing. Has, has criticized not criticized yeah yeah say, oh yeah it was are you criticism. okay with, yeah are you okay with those balls like are you okay with a shaven area like or hairy talk ass. about the person a hairy ass like that's a lot of hair are you okay with that like <laughs> she will ask those questions and then that person now has to be naked in front of them so um, there are six seasons, so if you want something to watch and want to be entertained with just complete 
No, full, like full frontal nudity. Full frontal. There is right? no nothing surprising. They, the only thing they haven't to, had to do was bend over. Like that's it. Yes, there's no bending over, but it is. I, I thought because Ellie and I sat and watched it, and I thought, you know, they're in the boxes, and they say, okay, we're gonna. Beautiful. This lady was beautiful. Who was yeah. the um the, the the one who gets to pick? And she goes, okay, we're gonna show you a little bit of your um the people. And I thought the little glass were raised up just to the feet. It raised up straight to the dicks. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, whoa. Like, whoa, right in the face. And, and, and it was, you know, different races of guys. And, yeah. and like you said, uh, most were uncircumcised. And I looked it up. Americans tend to have higher percentage of men who are circumcised. And I don't, I don't know. I think it's a Christian thing is, is what I think. Yeah, maybe. And, um, and so, yeah, you saw a lot of um, uncircumcised pieces, sure. different, different sizes and stuff. Different the sizes. one guy had the tattoo over the his elephant. groin with the elephant. Oh my God. The trunk was his penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, that was the same episode where the guy in the orange box the host said, God, his balls look like the same color of his box color. <laughs> I died. <laughs> I died. I mean, <laughs> they do give some little like tidbits of like intimacy in between some of the takes. Yes, like, yes. You know? like symmetrical yeah, so, faces yes. or, or yeah. Um, um, Gird versus yeah, Gird versus Lance. Yeah, that that came out like oh, like that lady. She was like, "Well, I don't really like, um, you know, if it's too big, too long, it it hurts." And I really I, I prefer girth. And so she's looking at the, all the penises and the, and the elephant trunk, big guy. She was like, "Yeah, that's really big," and that's who she picked. <laughs> You see your true colors, lady. No, tell me. Look, you can lie to yourself, but we saw this is when you went for Mister Mister Elephant Guy. Like, yeah. So I recommend it. I couldn't believe it. Like, I there's only it's two people per episode, so the, I think they're like thirty minute episodes. So yeah, it's entertaining. It is. And they do it, follow up on the date, so they show people. Okay, so people that get eliminated, they show them dressed. Which yes. is which I really like, and then they come back and have the two people come back after their date to see if there's been more dates. Some have gone yes. well, some have not. But I really like the whole concept. It is, and you know what? Each person. Well, I I think we only watched maybe two episodes so far, but it was very consistent that in the interviews, the people who weren't selected said that it was very empowering yes. to to be able to stand naked like that. Um, um, because because I think the, I think it was maybe in episode one they were asking one of the questions was what is one part of your body that you do not like yeah. right and then you're just standing there naked like that's that's a very vulnerable. you're very vulnerable yep right and you know what is someone say their legs or you know their butt or their boobs just just different things and you go that's interesting but here they are and then I remember this one young lady said yeah I, I had issues with I think she had not her weight but the how she was curved and everything but she said i feel better like uh, the, all that yes. all that hiding in the clothes and stuff is just gone i feel really liberated i thought yeah and it, it actually for that type of show it's that they're actually well done yes 
I thought so too. That's why I was right. It wasn't corny. It wasn't like over-sexuated, like sexualized. It no. was just very cool way to sort of strip away what's what people are hiding behind. Yes. And do- I, I, right. So I projected myself. I said, okay, if, if I'm standing here, my penis hanging out, right? I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. I'm either going to be, my penis is going to be totally retracted. Like it's going to be like in my back. It's going to be so far up in my body. Or I'm going to just have a boner. Like there'll be no <laughs> in between. There will be no in between. And then as soon as they raise the thing and I see the lady that's there, if there's a boner, it's going to immediately go away. Cause I'm going to be like, oh my God, she's judging me. <laughs> but then if there's not a boner, it's going to immediately turn into a boner. I'm going to go, my, my God, she's hot. <laughs> You Either way, win. I'm going to make a spectacle of myself. <laughs> you cannot win. So you definitely need to watch that. But Gangs of yes. London on the same. So if you want to break from the violence, if you're watching Gangs of London and you want some breaks, then you could go to back and forth between Naked Attraction. That's a that's a good idea. Don't, yeah. Don't, yeah, that's very good. Very good suggestion. What, and, what and else you watching? Morning, morning show. This oh, season, it started up. Okay. Yeah. This season is so good. I'm really enjoying that. I think the season finale of Murders in the Building is tonight. So that'll be another one that I wrap up. Is that season three? That's season three. Okay. Season three. Okay. Murders in the Building. The morning show. Okay. Okay. Um, London. So, and then I'm watching one other show that I caught called Extraordinary. So it is a 30 minute uh, show. It's on Hulu. And it's mm -hmm. about all, everybody in society has a power like a superpower um and one girl named jen doesn't have one and she doesn't know why so oh Oh, i've seen the ad for that yeah it's it's really good it's done it's witty it is another fucking british show gosh they are putting out good content they are putting out some really good stuff so what about you what are you watching so um i'm gonna watch the finale of ashoka tonight that's on disney plus that is the um, it's in the Star Wars universe. It's live action, and it's a, it's not the Skywalker family. It's but it's the it's the it's the the young Jedi who was a, a kid, and she, and um, Anakin Skywalker who became Darth Vader. That was her trainer, and so we follow Got her it. story. So okay, so I'm going to finish that tonight, um, and then um, I'm going to finish tonight. America's Got Talent. That's the season finales tonight. Yeah, it's. I think it happened last week, but we're oh. just we're just getting to that. Um, what are the started. final? What are the final? Like, do you know the final people? Like, um, the yeah, the, you know they got to they get it down to the final eleven, which is a lot. Oh, so okay. you get you know singers, dancers, um, um, singing groups, singing individuals, group dances, a couple of choirs. Um, magician, sword eater, somebody with a dog, you know, so. Are any of them American? Uh, yes. Okay. However, um, I think of the 11, maybe maybe half are American, Damn, maybe five or six are American, weird. including the 82nd Airborne Division of the Army. They have a choir there. Wow, okay. Yeah, I think it's sort of it's sort of unfair because how how can you not vote for a military yeah. choir, right? <laughs> I guess. And, and they're good, but they're not 
good. You know, they're, <laughs> they're not Las Vegas good. No, you no, to see no. them in Las Vegas. No, but they're cute. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give them that. So we're watching that. Um, Survivor and Amazing Race just started. So we're starting those tonight. And I, I went to the movie. I went to a theater. And I, oh, my God, I just lost the, I lost the movie. I saw. Okay, it'll come back to me. Okay, okay. so. I'm also watching, I just finished watching on HBO, uh, Meg 2, The Trench. Oh, the, the shark one? It's terrible. I loved it. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> terrible. Like everything about the movie is terrible. And it's like, it's like some TikTokers made the movie. It's terrible. Um, but That's it is Jason on HBO. Statham. Isn't it Jason Statham? It is. Like he's, 007? He's, yeah, he's still himself. He's funny, you know. It, and it's just absurd. Like the stunts, everything is just crazy, but it's still fun to watch. Yeah. Right. So that's that. Um, I just started, I'm not finished. You know, you may not remember a couple of years ago, there was a story about how the character Winnie the Pooh had reached 100 years old and it oh. entered the public domain. Oh, no. So, so that Disney doesn't own Winnie the Pooh. Then okay. Disney just has Winnie the Pooh stuff. Well, once it entered the public domain, some guys in Hollywood made a movie where Winnie the Pooh is a psycho murderer. <laughs> because Winnie the Pooh, I'll just tell you that, you know, you know that the, uh, Christopher Robin, as a little kid, goes into the yeah. little forest. He meets these little animals, right? And then he goes away. Well, when he went away, they had, because of the time he spent with them, they had forgotten how to care for themselves. And in order to survive, they ate piglet. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, poor piglet. Yeah, and they felt horrible about it. And they decided that it was the human's fault. And so Winnie the Pooh was going to go get Christopher Robbins. <laughs> How with sick, a, man. With, with an axe. <laughs> it's sick. So... And I'm, let me tell you something. That's not even the description of the movie. That's the first six minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What is the hell is happening?" Oh, okay. So one and one series, and that's on uh, Peacock. And one series you told me about, I started watching. Is very good. Is um, it's the one with Zoe Zaldana, and she's like an army ranger. Um, she's like in charge of a military unit. They go to have lioness. Lioness is so yes. good. Yes, so yes. good. Yes, so that that was a great recommendation. So I'm watching that, and I'm starting tomorrow. Speaking of the boys, they have generation. It's called Gen V. Yeah, on Prime, and it's them. It's it's that same world, and it's that same corporation, and they're getting. Uh, there's a high school, and they're getting the high school is ready to be superheroes, and well, so they have they the have superheroes. Yeah. yeah, they have all the powers, you know, all the various powers and everything. And I saw the preview, and it is just as um, violent and horrific as the boys. Okay, okay, I have to watch that. I think it I, it had to come out last week, right? Like September. Something, yes, maybe? yes, I think it started. This is the fourth, so I think it, I think it probably started Friday. Yeah, maybe on okay. the thirtieth or something like that. Okay, I'm gonna watch that. Did you watch The Golden Bachelor? Yes, I did. You know what? I I tried to hate it, but I I like that guy. 
I like him too. <laughs> He's very likable, right? He told his yes. story. I was like, I'm rooting for you, man. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> I cried a little bit. Like 48 <laughs> years with his wife and she passes away, like getting yes. back out there. Yes. Ooh. And I was like, I'm glad to be on this journey with you, my friend, Golden Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I, look. I know it was only one episode because it, uh, it it started last Thursday. Yep, so episode yep. two is uh, tomorrow. But, and you know, they show some highlights, but it was very nice in the first episode. The women were pretty nice and everything, but there were a couple I thought, this is going to be the crazy one. This is going to yep. be crazy. You know what? You can yep. start seeing some of the things, yep. right? The one that looked like Caitlyn Jenner, I think she'll be a little crazy. I, that lady is, she, she's going to be crazy. Yeah. She's going to be crazy. She's very <laughs> similar, just bone structure and everything. Yeah. Like Kathy, I think. And she was like staring at him during the rose ceremony. She's like, she looks staring at him. Psycho, right? <laughs> right. She was like, you better, I don't hear my name yet. You better pick me. I thought, oh, my man, Gary, you don't even know what's about to happen. Like, but look, I want them in. I want them in, in bathing suits and the hot tub, just like when they get those 20 year olds. I want them throwing wine bottles at each other. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if we, if, if, if there is any of that drama. Cause you like to think, you know, the older I get, the less I'm like, I could not be a real housewife and cause all that much conflict. I right? just, I just don't have the energy for it. So I would think these women are in their 60s, 70s. And I think, one was well jimmy kimmel's aunt was on there she was 85 she was, but, yeah uh, she fell asleep <laughs> but i think they're 60s and 70s so they're close to his age yeah, there's nobody yeah. in their 50s nobody so in their 50s to see if and I, think, I think most of them were like because he's 74 he's a good looking 74 and mm -hmm. i think most were 65 to 70 yeah. or something like that pretty close yeah Nothing like yeah. I th it would have been really awkward for someone in their 50s you know it, it would have been because he's yeah, yeah. And, and you know they had you know, a good range because there was um, different races. Most yeah. of them were retired, but, you know, they they were all still active. Yep. All right? of them, like the majority of them had a very active lifestyle. Yeah. Very, very active. Yeah, and, and he, he macked up on kissing on, on a, maybe maybe two of them. I was like, One of them he kissed when she said, I'll clean off that cupcake off your face. I was like, <laughs> damn. I was going, Linda, get your thing, girl. <laughs> Live your life. Oh my God, sir. We covered a lot and we are at our time. So right. this is this was a fun recap. Of course, I learned some stuff today, um, as I yeah. always do with you. So I appreciate that. And, and we need um, we need our, our audience to go to wherever you listen to your podcast, rate us a five, leave us a review, put us on auto download. Because I share our think, podcast. That's put right. It, share it. it. Yeah. I think we're probably at episode 74, 75 now. I feel like we're at 79, maybe. 79? Good God. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very nice. And hey, so I'm going to tell you, and I know you know it's been in California, we are, again, in the middle of a little heat wave. 92 degrees today. It was sickening. And I, I was oh, out walking, it was, it was so hot. When I was just sweating. It was so <laughs> hot when I was out walking today. And it was another one of those times where I was, I was about four miles from home, and I just Ooh. thought, I should just call an Uber. <laughs> I love it because you know what? Seven ninety-two and October fourth, like you what are we doing? I love you, it. I'm you know what? I, on, on Kevin on Kevin, the last thing, Kevin McCarty just got fired as speaker of the house. He's from Bakersfield, and that's the district he represents. 
So I, I, I got the, I got the Bakersfield weather, you know, from the Apple, from the um, iPhone. I screenshot it and I put it on his timeline on Twitter. I was like, hey, the weather is good back home. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> it's like he would never see it, but like his intern would see it. I just thought it was funny. So, yes. I love it. Okay. So, we'll have more to talk about next week. Thanks to everybody that listens. If you have feedback, want to hear us talk about something, share it. If you've watched yes. any of these shows or you have a show recommendation, reach out to us on our social media, which you'll find on the uh, show notes within the podcast. And we'll watch it. So have a great week, Jen. Talk to you later. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Love this podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Visit the episode description to find out how you can connect with the hosts on social media. Voice Memos is a production of Dear Dean Publishing. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without consent.